Welcome to Ike's Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Welcome to another week of Ike's Flame. Join. Thanks for joining us on another Star Wars story today. And we're still in the month of May. And we uh, got uh, one last episode for you guys here in May. Um, celebrating Star Wars Month. Celebrating the original trilogy. And that sort of thing. And so, uh, just so you guys know, uh, there are going to be no spoilers for the Kenobi show at all. Um, actually, uh, it's another Tuesday morning when we're releasing this. Well, actually, when I uh, am recording this, this is pre-release of the Kenobi show. So I have not, like, there's no, I've not seen any of the Kenobi, like, I mean, trailers. But outside of that, I haven't seen, there'll be no content from the first episode of the Kenobi show. Um, so we will, we'll be diving into that and um, that sort of thing. And... Our character today connects to the Kenobi show, which we will talk about later. Um, and as I teased last week, this may be the most iconic, prominent... I don't know. Yeah, prominent character in Star Wars. And so, uh, as we've done in the past, last week, we did a little bit different with Imperial Troopers. And before, we'd just been doing kind of fun overview of iconic Star Wars characters, and that's what we're going to get back to doing this week, this last week of May here, and so this week, if you guys are all waiting for your character that we're going to talk about this week is Darth Vader himself, so we're going to dive into that, just the awesomeness that Darth Vader is, and uh, talk about some of my favorite moments, and just what makes Darth Vader Darth Vader, and so we're going to dive into that, but before we dive into that, I got a question for you guys, and this is another, uh, I was watching a YouTube video on it, and it just struck me out of curiosity, and um, this, you may have to do a little research to answer this question, because like I talked about, we have, um, over the past month, here in May, we have done fun questions for the month, and you guys uh, are answering those for me hopefully and hopefully hear from you guys on those and so if you guys want to answer this question our question of the week this week is um what is your favorite change that george lucas made from the initial installment of the original trilogy that came out in theater to um the when i think it was in the 90s when they came out on dvd and so or something along those lines when they when a lot of all those changes were made to that uh and that that could even be um we have the emperor changed we have um Anakin Skywalker has changed as well in Return of the Jedi, and there's several others. And so, just what was your favorite change? Um, you can also share me share if you want. What was your least favorite change? What did you not like about uh, some of the things that happened with between the theatrical release and the kind of the DVD? I think it was DVD in the '90s. Maybe it was VHS. I don't know what it was. But when they released that, maybe it was early thousands, when they released that with all the changes and uh, to the original trilogy, that um, nothing like story changes, but just don't want to freak you out and be like, 
oh, Star Wars changed the story. Like, I don't know the original story. No, that did not change. But uh, just some of the character appearances and uh, that sort of thing were changed. Um, and the in the after the theatrical release um, and things of that nature. And so, so yeah, just let me know what you guys think. Um, if you guys aren't sure on that, watch. there's YouTube videos out there, so watch that. Let me know. Um, and if you guys want to answer this week's question or catch up on any of the last week's questions, uh, I'll still take answers and hopefully get those out there here in the next uh, few weeks, is that, excuse me, we are that you guys can DM me at Ike's Flame on Instagram or you can email me at Ike's Flame at, um, at Ike's Flame at gmail.com. So I was saying too many ats and I was getting myself confused. So Ike's Flame at gmail.com. You guys can email me there that your answers to. So I look forward to hearing from you guys on that. And so with that said, uh, with no further to do, we're going to jump in to Darth Vader and discuss the Dark Lord himself, the terror of the galaxy, the black masked, black suited man who was very mysterious to start. Uh, we didn't know a lot. And so, as, and I think I would love, like, I think it's interesting, like, like, so I grew up in the prequels era, so that was, like, when I was growing up, the prequels were coming out. And so, with that said, it for me, it's one of those things, like, I always knew who Darth Vader was. And I always, like, one thought for me is, like, what would that have been like to watch A New Hope? And you have this mysterious villain, and you don't know, like, you don't know the background and, like, the suspense with that. And then when, and we'll get into, like, the big maybe the biggest Star Wars like mic drop line in Star Wars history in The Empire Strikes Back and like the biggest reveal that I would still I would consider still the biggest reveal of Star Wars uh, and that sort of thing and like just what would that have been like to sit in and watch those movies and do that and so that would be I think it's just interesting fun and so Sometimes I might actually bring on uh, some older Star Wars fans. I think it would be fun to interview them about the original trilogy and that sort of thing. Especially if I could... Uh, and I know there's some out there in my group of people I know. But just talking like what was it like seeing them in in theaters and kind of as they released um, and that sort of thing. Because I remember the prequels releasing in theaters and kind of what that was, and then I really do, rem I also remember seeing the sequels and, like, the movies and things since Disney took over Star Wars, and so, like, that's more like that, but I feel like, I just feel like that original trilogy had to have a different aspect to it, a different nostalgia sort of thing, and so, I just think that's interesting. Anyway, I got a little sidetrack there, but, so, we're gonna go through the five things that we, I talk about, I've talked about almost every week here in May with these iconic characters. We're going to go kind of the iconic moment from each movie, a funny moment, and I know we've done, I think we've been doing funny moments of each movie. I'm going to do one funny moment. Darth Vader does not have very many funny moments, I would say. And so, um, I have one that rings a bell, but that that's about all I've came up with and that sort of thing but um the kind of the prominent characteristic of Darth Vader and then we're gonna do 
the favorite action scene slash fight scene from each movie. Um, and so I'm excited about that. And there's just some neat stuff there. And then, and then we'll just kind of talk about Darth Vader's journey and his his going from the dark back to the light and has he we see him work through that and uh, that sort of thing and especially in Return of the Jedi and so that's what we're going to dive into today and so we're going to start with uh, iconic moment from each movie I think for me the most iconic and as we've said with all of these there's definitely other iconic moments and so I think for me and A New Hope the iconic moment is when Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, they, uh, they confront each other and Obi-Wan sacrificing himself and all that. And Darth Vader says, um, when I left you, I was but the learner, but now I am the master. And I think just like that was like, that's that like iconic moment. We start to get a see, a, a see and a feel of, who Darth Vader is at that moment, that Darth Vader had a master, and Obi-Wan was his master, and something happened. We don't know what happened, but we know something happened. And so, I, like, it starts to tease at the behind-the-scenes of a plot of what's going on and just the history between the two of them. And I, I just find it iconic. And the whole scene with Ben sacrificing him, old Ben sacrificing himself, is... Also a very iconic scene and all that. So I'd say that's my iconic scene for uh, From A New Hope. And then my iconic scene, which has to be my iconic scene, I feel like. I feel like I'm requ- if I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm required to say this. is the mic drop line, the uh, I am your father line from Empire Strikes Back. And with that big reveal of this mysterious black suited man guy is yeah this mysterious black suited man like this like black suit tall intimidating so tells luke that he is his father and like i think for me that is just like oh yeah like that's um so i think that's an obvious one one i have to pick out and that sort of thing. And so I think, and then I think for me, the iconic moment in Return of the Jedi is, and there's several iconic moments. One of them might be even in the throne room scene when Luke is fighting Vader and Palpatine and all that. But I think for me, and I think it like kind of shows who Vader's heart, um, Anakin's heart as we come to know him as as well is the the heart of Luke's father is when the Death Star is about to be blown up they're on the um I think it's the Emperor shuttle yeah it's Emperor shuttle they're on the boarding ramp for it and the Luke kind of drops him uh from carrying Vader and Vader falls down on his like laying on his back and he just says, let me look on you with my own eyes once, uh, to Luke. And just this, like, heart of, like, he wants to see his son and who he's who his son's become, 
without the mask and without the apparatus and like a natural sea of his son before he dies because Vader at this point knows he's gone already and so I think it's just this like I think that like and we'll talk about this a little bit later but that's like kind of that final moment of like he's fully back to the light uh he understands what he's done he understands the like the love of his son and has overcome the darkness and like he just wants to take advantage of the moment he has uh, and not waste any more of what he has there in uh, that moment in Return of the Jedi and actually be able to look on his son with his own eyes uh, and not through the mask and all of that and that sort of thing and so I, I think it's a very iconic moment very for me moving moment touching moment as well as like it really shows that complete shift that Darth Vader went through uh, throughout the series, throughout that trilogy, but especially we see that a lot in that shift in Return of the Jedi. And so I just, yeah, I love that scene. Um, it gets me a little bit every time. And the kind of seeing that father's love for his son. Um, and even though he ran away from it and ran the wrong direction for so long, the father still came back and realized... Like, I love my son. And so I just find that fun. Um, very iconic, very touching kind of a moment. And so from there, I think we're going to look at a uh, funny moment. And this is what I was having troubles coming up with. And I don't exactly remember the moment, like the line or whatever, but pretty sure when it's when they're, when the Empire is approaching Hoth and they they jumped too close to Hoth and alerted the rebels and Vader's upset about this and said talking to I think it's Captain Nita and uh he like choke kills Nita and he falls on the ground and tells I don't remember who he tells now but he tells tells one of the other officers that they are in command now and like for me it's just kind of a funny moment because like this officer is like yes sir and like you can see on his face, like, I didn't really want to be appointed to that, because if I fail, I'm going to die. And, like, it's, I mean, it's a little bit of comic, uh, and I struggled coming up with a comic type of thing for Vader. And so, like, this will be one day, like, if you guys can think of something funny uh, in the original trilogy for Vader that I'm not thinking of, let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear from you on that. But, like, he, he has such a serious, in some ways a serious, mysterious character. There's not necessarily a whole lot of humor within his character like there is with Luke or Han or uh, the other ones. And because of his mask, there's not like, you don't get the sarcasm and uh, his voice and all that as much um, as that. And so, and we'll talk about the our, vo the voice, our beloved voice actor later, uh, James Earl Jones, and uh, at, later in the, uh, the, what am I trying to, later, later here a little bit, but I think it's just like, there's not a lot of funny moments, but for me that would be kind of be a funny moment when like transition of power with the uh, Imperial officers and just kind of that like, Okay, yeah, I'll do that, but I don't really want to. I don't want to really want to have that responsibility sort of thing. So, anyway, so we're going to jump in to number three, and we're going to do the prominent characteristic of uh, Darth Vader. And 
I wrestled a little bit with this one. I think there's a few ways you could go with it. And for me, I landed on two kind of prominent characteristics that go with each other. And one, I think, is mysterious. And I think the other one is confused. Um, And so, starting with mysterious, I think, like, Darth Vader does not acknowledge his past except with specific people. And so, for instance, like, he acknowledges it with... Old Ben, when Old Ben confronts him, he acknowledges it with Luke and Empire Strikes Back. And he pushes it away in Return of the Jedi. And when Luke talks about Anakin Skywalker and knowing who that is and that sort of thing, um, and I don't know, it's not even mentioned in Empire Strikes Back 2, maybe, I'm trying to think. But also we see and we get this like idea and like when we see the imperial senate at some point they talk about like and uh like the his his uh well i don't know his his loyalty to the ancient religion of the jedi or the force and all this and he just doesn't say a whole lot he doesn't reveal a whole lot about himself and he kind of has this mysteriousness about him and i wonder if part of that is he doesn't want to know he doesn't want others to know where he came from he doesn't want others to know who is under them who is under that black suit and like that the idea of who that is and i think like because at one point, he was in the light. He was a light side force user. He was a Jedi Knight. He was all of these sorts of things, and he has left that behind him. And I think it's part of him forcing it behind him. And I think that leads into this confusion for him of like that we start to see a little bit in Empire Strikes Back, and even more so in Return of the Jedi. Is there's this confusion, this tearing in him of he's this very menacing, intimidating villain that for some reason has a desire to come to the light and come to the back to the light side of the force as we find out it's going back to the light side not just going to the light because he was once in the light and this like idea and I think it's just like this confusion this uh, like angst this uh, tension within him and especially once he, and we see this a lot once he starts to come back into contact with those he has history with. Uh, so old Ben, um, with um, the uh, with Luke uh, and that sort of thing. And so we start to see this a little bit. Like, we start to see his, like, with those two specifically, he starts to realize, like, okay, like, it brings back his past to him and what had happened, even though at the time we don't know what happened. And so, like, we start to see this angst, this confusion in him. And I think this brings me back to, like, actually, already we're going to fast forward a little bit, but, like, brings into this, like, point number five, I think they just go together so well. So it'll kind of be four or five together here. And just this idea that like Vader has this confusion and this, this like angst and all this and tension within him and going from light to dark and then dark back to light again. And so like we see this and that's part of his journey that we see is becoming a, going from a villain to a hero and being the one that, 
is converted by Luke, but really saves Luke from the Emperor, and all this, like, emotion, and I, like, because I think they're, because even in Empire Strikes Back, when he says, uh, he's talking to Luke, and says, I'm your father, and Luke's like, no, and like, that can't, how can that be, and all this stuff, like, Vader asks Luke to rule with him and overthrow the Emperor. And so, like, Vader has a desire, even though it's from the dark side at the time, he has a desire to be with his family, with, have that relationship in some ways, I believe, with Luke. Already in Empire Strikes Back. And I think once we get to the throne room scene in Return of the Jedi, Vader starts to realize, if I'm going to have my son back, if... I'm going to have that chance to have some, any sort of relationship with my son. I'm going to have to, at some point in that throne room scene, when, I think the point is when Palpatine is um, electrocuting, electric shocking Luke, that he realizes, oh, I am going to, like, I I have to be the one to step in and have that relationship with my son. Excuse me. And that is ultimately going to bring me back to the light. And he is okay with it at that point. And I think just this idea of like being brought back to the light, being brought back to uh, what where he started, and um, realizing that. And I I think the other thing for me, and I, so that's kind of his journey, and we see that in different places and that sort of thing. And but I like if we look at Vader's character and. I think that there's a lot of, um, like, I gotta think there's a lot of regret with Vader, um, once he does come back to the light, and like we talked about kind of my iconic scene, and, uh, Return of the Jedi is when he wants to see Luke with his own eyes, and all that, and like, I feel like he has to have a lot of regret, because I feel like Vader's thinking, okay, I could have raised my child, and I could have, like, Vader knows he has a, Luke has a sister, and there's twins, and by now, like, like, what is his thoughts? Like, I could have raised these children, I could have, um, I mean, ultimately, if we look at the prequels, he still could have been married, uh, I don't know how all that would have played out, but Padme still could have been alive as well, and so like we have all this that like you you're looking at, and I think it's just interesting to see like Vader had to have a lot of regrets, and I when he died, and I I mean I I think maybe for him because he was able to still become a Force ghost, and we see that in Return of the Jedi that like it's not always lost like he can still have that communion uh com like communication um and be able to commune with the living still and so like not all is lost but it's still it's still i would still think there's a lot of regret a lot of anger potentially at himself for what all the years that the dark side um had encapsulated who he was and made him this mysterious warrior that was intimidating and scary and was the right hand of the emperor and uh, kind of the metal iron fist of the empire and all this and I think just like what, there has to be thoughts of like what if I didn't do that because that was a decent chunk of his life and that sort of thing. And so I just find it interesting, a lot of fun. Um, 
in that and just like thinking about and for me a little bit of this is like like yeah we covered some of these iconic things the fun things with the movies but also like what are the like what are the feelings of these characters as they went through all this and especially vader is like we're talking about this week with everything he'd done um and that sort of thing and like even like the thought of like he blew up because of the death star he blew up his daughter's home world like i don't know what one point he would have actually realized that and thought about that but i i mean that could have been because he kind of had a short time frame between when he came back to the light realized who luke's sister was and the time he died but with that said like that could have potentially been a regret so one nice thing is he might not have had a whole lot of time to come back to light and then start regretting everything he did because there was a such a short time frame there but it's still a possibility and so like i just gotta think like all this and going on in him and confusion and realizing the light is better and i just also think like for luke like that had to be very impactful for his father to save him from the empire and like I'd love to maybe hear at some point, and I don't know if we'll ever get into this as like as we talk and things like that. And even like, uh, and I know I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Luke and Leia was like, like I'd love to see more, uh, get more in detail of like what it, what it was like when Luke was training Leia uh, to become a Jedi and that sort of thing. And I think it would be interesting to like hear what luke learned from vader in that short time or like how that impacted luke um and all that and we don't really get a whole lot of that um in the prequel in the sequels um but i wonder if we'll get that in any of the tv shows and things so i just think it'd be interesting a lot of fun uh to like see if they do any more dives into what that how how all of that impacted luke um and even leia but especially because there's that direct relationship um, and connection, excuse me, between Vader and Luke and that sort of thing. And so I think it's just, yeah, it, it's interesting to think about a little bit. And so as we uh, wrap up for the day, I, I think it'll be um, interesting to... One, like kind of one thing I want to um, talk about here before is so we got um, I'll make sure I get my facts right here before I uh, so so we got David Prose who played um yeah, we got David Prose, who is the actor, character actor, and we're going to get into a little bit of Kenobi speculation and talk. And like I said, I'm recording this before the first thing's released, so no spoilers. No, no spoilers. I can't talk today. Sorry, guys. No spoilers and speculation, because we know Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen, has been confirmed for the obi-wan kenobi series and we're when we're recording this we're when when you guys are the first day you guys can listen to this the release date for this episode will be the day before the second episode of the kenobi series has dropped so i don't know if we'll have seen dr vader right now or not but we got david prose and we got uh who's the physical actor of um 
Darth Vader, and then we have, as I mentioned earlier, James Earl Jones, the infamous voice of Darth Vader, and he does a fantastic job. I love it, and yeah, that's just awesome stuff. What um, he does, and so that is the like original por- portrayal, and so um, I'm gonna look a couple things up there. So sorry, because the one thing I want to like. I just want to like talk about a little bit is um so we got in so Hayden Christensen was the one that portrayed Darth Vader in the prequels in Return Revenge of the Sith and so I think that is uh, just interesting. So, like, so we have that, and then and we don't get much talk from Vader in that. And, but Hayden Christensen will be reprising that, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and... The Kenobi series. So, yeah, so Hayden Christensen is playing Darth Vader in the Kenobi series, and so I think it'll just be interesting to see, like, how that compares, and we're going to get more, we will get more um, voice, I'm assuming, from Hayden Christensen, because the only other place we see this is, uh, we really see Vader is in Rogue One as well. Is that Hayden Christensen in Rogue One? I didn't think about that when I was coming up with all this stuff, guys. So I'm thinking on the fly here. Um, oh, so so Spencer Wilding and Stuntman Daniel Napris were. Um, the who did that in Rogue One and that sort of thing and in Rogue One and so I'm assuming that is yeah so those are the guys that play and presume the role in Rogue One so we haven't seen Hayden's version of Hayden Christensen's version of Darth Vader, and so that'll be interesting to see, I think, as well, what that looks like. And as we dive into that, um, so and so, like I said, first episode released at the time that this this episode of the podcast released, and the second episode for Kenobi is releasing tomorrow. So we got we're kind of falling right in the middle of this, and I kind of knew that would happen, but. It's just fun um, to talk about and things like that. And so I think uh, as we kind of wind down for today and that sort of thing is like just think about like like what what were the behind the scenes to Darth Vader? What was the thoughts, the emotions? What did George Lucas go through and think through? Because uh, I think, and we talked about this a little bit last week with Imperial Army and all this, but 
George Lucas had all this planned out and so much in his head when the original trilogy was coming out for what the prequels would eventually look like for even the sequels. So, like, he had rough sketches of nine films, uh, six films after the original trilogy. And so, like, it's like, I think that's one of the amazing things about Star Wars in my mind is the how well it was done, like, to do a prequel series. Like, to do a whole trilogy about the prequels is impressive. I know there's a lot of complaints about the prequels, a lot of just, like, things that people don't like about the prequels, and I get that. But there is also the sense of, like, what they did with the prequels was really, really good, because it's hard to go back and fill in backstory, I think. And to be able to do a whole trilogy and not just, like, hey, we're going to do a one-off movie to kind of fill in what happened before... Uh, the original trilogy, I could have seen that happening, but like they had the prequels and obviously all that was kind of lined up in a thought process when George Lucas is saying, tell, when having Vader say, I'm your father, when they, this idea that Obi-Wan Kenobi was his master, but now he's the master, and so Darth Vader was once Obi-Wan Kenobi's apprentice, and like all these sorts of things, and so I just find it fascinating, and Darth Vader has, because he's a Skywalker, because he is all that, he is a, he's the main role character in that, that plays throughout all these movies, and what he does has an impact on everyone, all nine of the movies and even Rogue One and Solo and like he his impact is that wide and like the thought process that went through that all this and seeing him in all these other animated shows and that sort of thing and so but yeah so with that said I just think it's fun it's interesting and uh just cool to see what that is and uh, how how they did that and how they did it well and so because I feel like one character in the Star Wars universe you don't really hear complaints about is Darth Vader uh, and obviously we haven't had a lot of him since the original trilogy but still there's not really any complaints about the character of Darth Vader and he's just the iconic villain and that sort of thing and so it's just fun and so so thanks for joining me today guys and as we close out uh, a couple things uh Remember, you guys can answer the question for the week, uh, and um, you guys can DM me at IkesFlame on Instagram, or you can email me at IkesFlame at gmail.com, and I look forward to hearing from you guys. And if you guys also, uh, and so answer the question, love to hear from you guys. And then, with that said, uh, I think for speculation this week, and we already talked about it, we're obviously going to see uh, Darth Vader in the Kenobi series. I'll be interested to see if we see... Um, I don't know if there's... I can't think... I haven't been able to think of any other way, way or... One other place I think we could potentially see Darth Vader come into play is the Andor series that's coming out at some point here. So uh, I don't know what that would look like. But I would love to see, like I mentioned earlier whether with Luke and Leia as like how they remembered their father, how they remembered Darth Vader. Cause we don't get a whole lot of that. And like some of that specific dialogue of what that would look like. I think it would be um, fun to hear that. And so like, cause we're in the book of Boba Fett, we got a little bit of dialogue about what Luke remembers about 
uh, Yoda and on Dagobah, which was a lot. I thought that was really cool and interesting. So I'd love to hear more of that. And so we might get some, obviously we're going to get connections to Darth Vader here and there, but I'd love to hear a little bit more of that about those who are, um, who live past the Empire and what all that looks like. And so, uh, yeah, so thanks for joining us today. And yeah, so you guys can follow. Um, I'd love for you guys to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at Ice Flame. Uh, if you have any other things you want to share, email me at IceFlame at, at gmail.com. We also put our podcast up on YouTube, and that our YouTube channel is Ike's Flame. And so uh, go subscribe, follow us on YouTube and all those places, and uh, we'll love to hear from you, um, whether that's in the comments or whatever that looks like. Love to hear from you. Subscribe, like, um, all that good stuff. And as we always like to say here uh, on Ike's Flame, light the fire. Have a great week.